Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHayes.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And welcome in. It's Tiger Talk on this Monday. We're talking football with Fort A. State Chris Brown, and we're certainly glad to have you a part of the show today. Uh, we'll be talking about the Tigers uh, lost to Missouri Western and previewing another road game this Saturday. Tigers had their first Saturday game of the season. They'll be in Jefferson City, Missouri to take on the Lincoln Blue Tigers. Again, the program brought to you by Big Smoke Barbecue. We're at 8th and Main, a corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. Stop on by. You can get, of course, <coughs> get an order to go. BigSmokeHayes.com. A lot of great barbecue specials here at the old soda shop building. And, of course, have all the soda fountain drinks that you've come to know and love here at Big Smoke Barbecue. Get a reminder that you can participate with a question for the coach. And if we use it, you'll be in the running for a gift certificate, $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue. All you have to do is go to FHSUathletics.com. That's the Fort A. State Athletic website. And if you go to the fans link, you'll get a drop-down menu. There in the very bottom, you'll see Ask the Coach and uh, submit your question. We've got a couple of them already submitted for today. We'll get to those a little bit later on in the program. But if you uh, we use your question, again, you'll be uh, in the drawing for a gift certificate. We'll draw in here in our final program in the month of September. We bring in now the head coach of the Tigers, Chris Brown. Unfortunately, an 0-2 start to the season. Fort A. State coming up short to Missouri Western last Thursday night. And, well, you look at that game. It was different than week one against Northwest Missouri State, but then in a lot of ways it was very similar. Some first-half miscues could have been a whole different story and maybe, who knows, a different outcome, but uh, a, a tough one on Thursday night. Yeah, it is. You know, we're worried for a different outcome. That is for dang sure. We just haven't, you know, put everything together. And, uh, you know, you sit there and watch film, look at opportunities and, and things we've done did wrong and, you know, just kind of the – you know how our kids react to adversity, and, and sometimes right now we're not act, reacting to that adversity the right way. And uh, you know, bad things are going to happen in the game, but you got to overcome those bad things and and you know and make a positive side on your on side of the ball and uh, just get the momentum. I just feel like we never got the momentum in that game, and we just kind of let them run the entire time. And uh, you know, probably we always talk about physicality, and uh, I think that was probably the, le- the least physical game that I've seen us play in a long, long time. So. We got to figure out what's going on um, with us kids uh, as coaches. What can we do better? And uh, you know, we all took a look, long look in the mirror this weekend to figure out. Well, I know us coaches, we did. <laughs> Hopefully, our players did the same exact thing, and and make sure that this those things get fixed, and and we get better each week, and we just practice harder and make the plays that we need to make. I guess the physicality part may be disappointing, just in the sense I know you really emphasized that after the Northwest Missouri State game, and thought your team might react a little bit differently. Yeah, at times I thought we looked really, really good, but then, you know, most of the time I was like, man, well, that block should have been more physical, or that tackle should have been more physical, or or getting off that block and and, and reestablishing the line of scrimmages because 
reestablish line of scrimmages, that's physicality. And if you can't do those things, no good things don't usually happen. But, you know, there were guys flying around making some plays, and there were still some good things from that game, but it's just not the guys, you know, it's not all of them. We're not getting all 11 guys to play at the same time. There might be eight playing and three not doing their job or whatever it might be. There might be 10 and there's a one. And, uh, you know, we got to get everybody on the same page. I and mean, we got to care a little bit more, you know, as, as a program. I mean, I mean, I know I truly care about winning ball games and that's, that's all I'm here to do is win ball games and grow young men. And, uh, you know, our kids got to take a little bit of ownership in that as well and, and figure this thing out. And, and, and if they can't figure it out, you know, we're trying to help them as much as we possibly can, but a lot of it comes down on them just to doing it the right way and figuring these things out and getting it fixed. I guess you, you kind of, as you said, it, it comes a point where it does fall back on the player. You can do so much to get them prepared and, and ready and get them in the best spot, but they have to go out and perform and execute on whether it's Thursday night or, or Saturday night, uh, Saturday, and uh, it's kind of it feels like it's it's maybe to that point where you know it's time to. Just get after it and go play ball. It is, because everything we saw on on, set, on Thursday from Mo West is exactly what we prepared for our kids to do, you know, you know, for the game. We knew they were going to play a lot of man coverage and probably play a little bit of three roll and three invert stuff, and, and that's exactly what they did, you know. And then defensively, we knew the quarterback was going to run. We knew we had to do our, you know, how to understand our gun run rules and not let him get out of the pocket, let him scramble, and, uh, you know, we let him do those things a little bit. So, uh it's not we were we prepared them. They just got to step up and, and and take on the challenge and do their job, do their assignment, do it to the best of their ability, and uh, and be physical while doing it. I was going to ask you about uh, their quarterback Reagan Jones. I knew he is a legitimate and uh, your quintessential dual threat quarterback. He ended up uh, throwing the ball pretty well, but he ran for seventy one yards on thirteen carries. It felt like, by and large, it did a pretty good job of not letting him just go crazy, but he did break a couple of them. Uh, just how do you feel your team reacted and played to that style of a quarterback? It's different, right? It is totally different. You have to know where he's at, you know, continuously. You know, you just have those pocket passers. You don't have to worry about those guys scrambling out and making plays or even in the run game. They're really a non-factor, and, uh, you know, he's a factor in all of those things. And I thought, for the most part, you know, we'd get to a certain level, and then we'd make a false move and he'd get outside the pocket and, and get a first down or we'd get too far upfield he'd slip underneath to go get a first down but it's just understanding our, our, you know, our pass rush lanes and and understanding our, our rules in the run game with the quarterback and, and doing our job but you know there's still a lot of things our kids got to work on and, and then right now it's just making sure that they they care and they focus for four quarters they play every single play hard, and you know, if we can start doing those things, we could be a pretty darn good football team. You mentioned tackling, and that's something that kind of, um, especially against a quarterback like that, but it feels like um, did not tackle well Thursday, and maybe that's a part that still needs to get better as the season goes there. It is, and to me, tackling, it's, it is. It's just attitude, I mean, and, and, and mentality and, and, and wanting to get the job done. You know, when you just – fly in there and close your eyes and hit with your shoulders and you don't run your feet and grab jersey and run through you know the ball carrier you're going to miss tackles and and yeah you're still going to miss some tackles mm-hmm. doing that but not nearly as many as as we were and i thought our angles were bad at certain situations and there's some things in that game where they ran the ball and i saw you know especially the quarterback cut back across the green we over pursued and he scored a touchdown and i showed that to our our backs and our receivers and says look at this know you need to do these same type of things we're just running into tacklers and not trying to make anybody miss so we got some work cut out and uh, i know we're a young football team i was talking to you last week about that you know the same thing this week you know seniors stood up there was nine and there was 14 you know sophomores and you're looking at 23 kids and all of a sudden you say or juniors and you say 24 sophomores stand up for pregame meal and all of a sudden there's 23 24 freshmen so we're still young, but we still expect those guys to step up to the challenge and step up to the plate and make the plays that they're called to make. You mentioned handling adversity, and it probably just exemplified on on the first possession. Uh, they get the ball, and you look like you had them stopped on third down. They call the roughing the passer on Miles Menges. You know, it was a it was borderline, but they called it either way. And then just felt like the whole defense fell apart. Three next, three big plays later, it's a touchdown, and that kind of kind of set the tone. You had to put it on one play, but it just seemed to take the wind out of the sails early on. It took a while for you guys to get it back. Yeah, it did, and, and it shouldn't, right? That's part of the game of football. There's going to be some good things that happen, some bad things that happen, and uh, 
you know, going back to that to that play, you know, with with Miles, I mean, you could tell he tried to avoid mm-hmm. the contact, but sometimes that that contact is too hard to avoid, and and it's a penalty, is a penalty, yeah. right? That they're going to call him no matter what, even though he tried to avoid it and they hit each other, and those things happen. But as a defense, we just went three and out. Well, let's just do it again. I mean, what's so hard about it? Or, or not let them just go all the way down the field and score on us. And then offensively, we just got to get rolling. I mean, I thought Jack Dawson for his first game out. really came in and did a really good job. And, you know, the one interception that he threw was, you know, we had a play set up or, you know, just trying to, like, little play action, get the back in the flat, hopefully get that corner to trigger because in previous games, watching him on the film, that corner would trigger, he would trigger, he would trigger, and our receiver would just lock up on him. And once he triggered, he'd go. When he throw the ball, he didn't trigger. <laughs> That's the only place he could throw it to. But then, you know, either throw it out of bounds or even your receiver needs to be a defender in that opportunity and make sure we knock the ball down. At least gives a chance to kick a field goal. Well, the Tigers come up short. We'll talk more about the ball game uh, here on the program. Also, forgot to tell you, the Lake Hymerin's going to be our player guest. We'll get to visit with him a little bit later on in the program. And, of course, preview this Saturday in Jefferson City against the Lincoln Blue Tigers. Tiger Talk presented today by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story, and a Golden Belt Bank, they want to get to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, you can visit them, Golden Belt Bank. We will take a break. More to come. It's Tiger Talk. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue and Hayes on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. Big Smoke Barbecue in the old soda shop building at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. You love living and working in western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at Hayes Med. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. Hayes Med is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, Hayes Med is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at HayesMed.com. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. Picking out something to eat for supper does not need to be a family argument. I know, it's breaking news. When you pick the taco shop, everybody gets something they like. Like the specials, the soft taco, $1.69, pork burrito, $3.99, and the cheese quesadilla, $3.49. The taco shop, you don't even have to load everybody up to go eat. Just order on the app. Come on down to the taco shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. to the taco shop. Dawson, a crossing pattern, and Ramsey fearless across the middle, and we get a two flags on the Griffins, it looks like, after the catch by Ramsey at the 37. What a catch by Manny. Yeah, one of uh, several big catches by Manny Ramsey, finished with five for 123 on Thursday night, his eighth career 100-yard receiving game, top 10 in all-time program history. So another good day for Manny Ramsey, one of the seniors on the squad. And we talked about it a little bit in the first segment. By the way, welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at at, uh, uh, Big Smoke Barbecue, 8th and Main in Hayes. Come on out. Join us for lunch. If you can't make it, you can always get your order uh, to go. All you have to do is go online, BigSmokeHayes.com, Big Smoke Barbecue, the new home for Tiger Talk. Uh, touched a little bit about uh, Jack Dawson. Uh, Chance, uh, we, we saw him coming out. I know you kind of alluded it might be a game-time decision, but he came out in, in, in the, I guess, lack of better word, street clothes, but 
no pads and had the brace on his knee. I guess we'll start with that. How's he doing? What's the projected timetable for uh, for Chance getting back in that lineup? He's doing well. You know, he's going to do everything he possibly can to make sure that he's healthy and and back on the field. You know, he he's still our guy, and you know he's a, a tremendous competitor. And uh, you know, he's in the training room consistently every single day, probably ten times a day, just trying to make sure that. <laughs> You know, he's getting back, and, uh, you know, it might be another week. You know, we're hoping by Missouri Southern that he, he is back for us. But, you know, player safety is most important. You know, I don't want to put him out there in a situation where it could injure it worse. And, uh, you know, so that's why we held him out that game. He wanted to go. I mean, <laughs> sure there's no chance. He, he wants to go, and he wanted to be on the team, you know, on the field with his team and leading his team as, as a coach. And, you know, it's my job to make sure that he's safe and healthy and uh, you know, that we don't continue to make this injury worse than what it is right now. Well, Jack Dawson went to the same high school as Chance. I think he was a freshman when Chance was a, a senior. Um, highly acclaimed out of high school. He's put up some great passing records. And, boy, you could really see in uh, your preseason camp, he took a big leap from last year and just tell the – he seems to be more comfortable with the program. Um, exciting to see what he's going to do throughout his career, but for uh, I guess a less than a week's notice, you're going to be the guy starting at a, in the home opener. I thought you, you kind of alluded to handled it very well and 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 made a couple of mistakes, but everybody does. But by and large, played a pretty good game. Yeah, he did. You know, and he did, got, did a good job of getting himself out of some situations where he, you know he could have got sacked, but you know went and got the first down and uh, you know bought himself some time in some certain situations as well. Had a few bad throws here and there, but I mean we we're throwing that many passes it's going to happen and uh you know just the one pick is the only thing you have but still as uh, as a receiver you got to help your quarterback out in situations to make sure you become the defender you know in some of those situations but overall i thought he he managed it well he handled it well um like he had great leadership while he was out there Um, but jack's just a calm cool guy i mean he just nothing really phases him and He's he's chance fuller when chance was you know a younger guy as well and uh, you know chance is still pretty calm and cool but you know those two I mean they're they're both great quarterbacks and uh, you know but I'm proud of Jack for stepping in and and doing what he was able to do in that game for us. Yeah, we heard the highlight Manny <laughs> Ramsey making a catch. He had some big catches uh, the week in week one at Northwest Missouri State. You could tell he's healthy. He played with injury last year, flying around and he might be as fearless of a wide receiver. They can remember for a long time. He took a couple of big-time shots going across the middle. But that doesn't deter him. And, man, you need a guy like that who's who's not afraid to, to make those difficult catches. And, man, he certainly fits that bill. Yeah, he's not afraid to go across the middle one bit at all. I mean, he's if the ball's in the air and it's in his area, he's going to go fight and, and then try to catch it whether he's going to get hit or not. You wish all receivers were like that. You know, you know it's the game of football. You're going to catch the ball and you're probably going to get hit, you know, especially whether you're going across the middle or not. But, you know, he, he's a tough tough kid he's a great competitor and uh you know we need we need more guys like that you know stepping up you know across the receiving core so one of the new new receivers a transfer dawson brown who transferred in from uab got his first action had a had a couple of catches in the ball game i guess you've got some that position is still kind of evolving. You've got guys trying to get on the field, but it was good to see see him and, and showed you know he, not a big guy, but boy his quickness and and um, uh, a guy who could be a, a we- <coughs> excuse me a weapon if you depending on how you guys go about trying to use him in the offensive scheme. Yeah, and we got to find ways to use him as well, just like we did in that game with little quick screen games and things like that and in and out routes. And uh, but he is pretty athletic. He's got a good burst, you know, with with his athleticism and his quickness. But probably doesn't have the overall speed speed that you want but his quickness is there and uh you know we we're down a few guys you know as well you know Watts was out this week too which which kind of hurt us and you know we, we played with quite a few you know different guys this week in the game i think we're down four or five starters going into this game but that's still no excuse our next guy should be ready to step up and, and make the plays needed to help us win ball games has about defensively you were kind of young going into the year and you had a couple of starters out on that side had two of them out on on offense and uh, sometimes that gets forgotten a little bit. I know it's not an excuse. You don't use it as an excuse, but you had a lot of inexperience. Hopefully, uh, even though it didn't end in a win, uh, they, they learned from that situation, and, and when those guys are out there again, they'll be better for it. Yeah, and in the long run, you know, playing these younger guys, I mean, most of them were sophomores and hadn't got a lot of reps before, and, uh, you know, as they grow and mature in our program and, and, and get actual game experience, that's probably the most important thing of all is the actual game experience they're going to get better and be able to handle you know those stressful situations but 
you know, this game of football is a stressful game. Um, there's a lot of things that go back and forth. Um, there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of tension. There's, you know, sometimes there's panic. And those are the things that, you know, we got to stop doing. And, you know, life's kind of the same way. There's anxiety in life. There's panic in life. There's hard times <laughs> in life. And, you know, if you learn how to do all those things now, when you grow up and become a husband and have children and you got a great job, it's all going to be pretty easy because you've been through football and as much train as in that we put on you as coaches to try to get you prepared and get you ready, you'll be ready for life. Your guys didn't quit in the game, and that's certainly been a, uh, a, a, a we've seen that in two weeks in a row now. Never quit in the game, but uh, if you could figure out a way to maybe figure it out early on and, and not have to to make the comeback, and it, it looked like you might be able to do that in that first half. They got the two touchdown lead. You get the big. Uh, play uh, the big running play by Soto, and then he catches the the touchdown pass, and and you had a chance, had the ball back, maybe to go in and and, and tie the game. And we talk about you know they had had the interception, but had some opportunities to um, get back even closer in that thing, and could have changed the whole outcome. But you guys at least are not quitting. They're not quitting. It's just that we need to make those plays, and that's something that we're not doing now. I mean, Soto's big run that is a big run. You know, last year. He breaks that. He scores no matter what. We don't have to run another play. So that's something that, you know, he needs to get better at personally. And, uh, you know, a lot of our teams personally need to get better at a lot of things, whether it's finishing plays or maybe practicing a little bit harder or, you know, not choosing the things that they want to do and things that they don't want to do. I mean, there's things on both sides. I mean, offensive, of course, there's plays you like and there's plays you don't like, right? And it doesn't matter what play it is. You have to like and you have to do your job on that play or it's going to hurt us. And then even on defense, there's things that you don't want to do as a, <laughs> as a defensive guy. But when the play is called, you have to execute that call whether you like it or not, and, and you have to pin your ears back and go get after it. So right now we just got we got to get that fixed. You can't play pick and choose when you want to play. You need to play all the time. Offensive line, you kind of mentioned it in your postgame press conference. Um, hoping to get more out of them. You, you did establish the running game this week better than it was certainly – in in week one, you end up rushing the book for 132 yards. So I guess a, a step in the right direction, but uh, hoping to get still a little bit more out of those guys. I mean, they're big, uh, they're they're experienced, and and really thought going into the year that was going to be the strength of this team, or certainly one of the strengths on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, no, I thought it would be, and that would really open up our passing game. I and mean, we had 132 yards, but how many of those were just on that Soto's one long run? You know, if you take that away, that's probably, what, a 60-yard run or something uh, I think like it was that. technically 40. 40. But so, you 90. Take, so 90, and that's, that's not nearly where we want to be. We want to be over the 200, 250 mark every game. I mean, you look at Mo West. They're able to control, control the game with their run game. They have over, over 300 yards rushing, I believe. And, uh, 311. And that's that's not good. And uh, so that tells you, you know, there's some things we got to work on. we got to take more pride in what we're doing on both sides of the ball, defensively stopping the run and making a pass, and then offensively establishing that run game and getting it going so we make things easier for us you know in the long run and as that as the game goes on you know, things get a little bit easier well don't forget you can still chime in with a question all you have to do is go to the four day state athletics website fhsuathletics.com click over to fan you'll get the drop down menu there in the bottom ask the coach and if we use it you'll be in the running for that 25 dollars gift certificate we've had a couple already today and we'll get to those with coach a little bit later on in the program tiger talk is brought to you by bti they're your john deere dealer locations in buckland great ben greensburg hoxie nest city and pratt bti our family in partnership with your family. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk with senior linebacker Lake Heimerman. He's our player guest today. Where you're listening to Tiger Talk. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs, it's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. Big Smoke Barbecue in the old soda shop building at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Vision. Value. Integrity. 
Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Soto, up the middle, breaks a tackle, 30, 25, 20, foot race, 15, angles 10 to the 5, he's down at the 3. It'll be a first and goal for Fort Hayes State on the 40-yard run. Yeah, 40-yard run by Adrian Soto, and then it would catch Jack Dawson's first career touchdown pass as a Tiger. Three-yard strike, got Fort Hayes State back in at 14-7 in the uh, about Three and a half minutes to go in the first quarter on Thursday night. We're at Big Smoke Barbecue, 8th and Main and Hayes, Tiger Tuck. Of course, BigSmokeHayes.com. Lunch and dinner uh, here at the old soda shop location. They still have those soda fountain drinks, so stop on by. Of course, great barbecue, 11 to 8, Monday through Saturday. Dry rub and uh, choose your own sauce. A lot of great sauces to choose from. Big Smoke Barbecue, the new home for Tiger Talk. We're joined now by senior linebacker Lake Heimerman. He's our player guest today. Lake, we appreciate you joining us here this afternoon. And uh, a rough start. I think everybody was excited and, and thought that uh, this year was going to be a little bit different. But kind of same situation now. Three seasons in a row. Tigers off to a to an zero and three start after um, uh, a tough one on, on Thursday night. I guess what's yours and what's the, the feel of this team, the psyche right now going into Lincoln on Saturday. Yeah, you know, I, I think that we just have to focus on not making this last year or the year in the past, you know. Um, it's a different year, and it's a, a different group of guys. So I think that going forward, we put those two games behind us and, and really focus on the game ahead of us and taking it week by week instead of looking at, oh, we got to win nine games. We obviously know we have to do that. So um, just taking it game by game and day by day yeah. and putting the work in. Yeah, win the game, game ahead of you. and. Well, you look at it, it just feels like it's a lot of little things. I mean, to clean up a few little things, all of a sudden that becomes a big thing and, uh, uh, you know, could be a whole different situation and, and still can, can set the table for a, for a good season this year. Yeah, for sure. That's, I mean, that's the key to everything is cleaning up the little mistakes. Um, and like you said, yeah, those little mistakes have become big, stake, big, big mistakes. But, um, you know, I think we can clean that up this week in practice and uh, these next two weeks really just focus on getting back to playing Tiger football. Coach has mentioned it multiple times, and it's easy to forget because there are a lot of veteran seniors and seniors who've been in the program a long time, a lot of six-year guys like you. Um, but it is a young team, and it's really young on the defensive side of the ball. It got a little bit younger because of some injuries this past week. You being a veteran and a senior, just talk about your role in trying to bring some of these, these young guys along. I mean, obviously you're trying to – do well and play well, but yet you're kind of a mentor to some of these guys, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, playing in the MIAA isn't easy. And uh, a lot of guys coming out of high school can, I mean, I definitely saw it when I was a <laughs> freshman and um, into my sophomore year. It's, you, I mean, you got to be good to play at this level. And um, just making that step and, and preparing guys to, like, you know, hey, you got you to gotta turn it up a notch, you know. Um, that's the biggest thing. And getting these guys prepared in practice, we got to start practicing like we're playing in games, um, that, I think that's a big key to our future success. 
When you came in, when you're a young guy, uh, obviously you mentioned it's, it's just a difficult league. You got to have some talent, and then you got to you know kind of maneuver your way through it. What was the biggest eye-opening thing for you when you first came in as a freshman, redshirt freshman, and then maybe started to work your way in the lineup and getting on the field a little bit? But what was the the biggest eye-opening moment for you when you stepped onto the college, played college football? Yeah, the the speed. You know, like it is so much faster than high school, um, and you can see it out on the field. Uh, I know that when I came in as a freshman, uh, Nathan Shepard was still here, too. So <laughs> seeing him was like, wow, this is a different level. So, um, you know, just just taking that next step, uh, that that extra year of experience, you know, from redshirt year to be, being able to play. Um, that's a huge year to evolve as a player. And then every single year just gaining a, on top of that. And then hopefully by the time you're a senior, you're you're good and you're locked in and you're ready to play, you know. Well, Doug, obviously last year thought it was going to be your senior year. Then you suffer the injury, and um, obviously that had to be devastating. Uh, just, just talk about the, the decision to, to come back. I know you waited, to, you know, didn't make it for, for a while, and, and one, I'm sure your health depended on that. But just talk about that decision to come back, use that COVID year, and, and get a, another senior season. Yeah, uh, very blessed to have that extra year of eligibility and um i think my wife and i made the right decision on coming back um you know this year hasn't been easy either i've been actually battling through injury again uh found out the other day that i have retorn my acl so um just playing through that and uh you know it, it was a tough pill to swallow the other day too um we come back and have a whole nother year of uh, thinking like i'm gonna be healthy and play this season it's gonna be great um and that's just not the case so um, I at least get the opportunity to keep playing ball until I can't anymore, and um, I'm going to try to and, and stick through it, and I'm glad I've done it, and I've got to play a couple of games, so that's more than a lot of people can say, so I'm happy I've done it. We're right at the bottom of the hour. We'll have more with Lake in a second, but first we need to squeeze in 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Whether it's beer, wine, or spirits, pick up a winner at either of the two convenient Kaiser Liquor locations in Hayes. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Back at Big Smoke Barbecue, it's Tiger Talk here on this Monday. We're visiting with senior linebacker Lake Hyberman. You mentioned um, uh, re-injuring the knee. Uh, you're still out there playing limited duty on, on Thursday. H- how does it limit you? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's things you can't do, but what are you still able to do to help to help this team uh, and contribute to the squad? Yeah, you know, I'm trying to do everything I can. Um, I have some trouble uh, moving, you know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not moving like I used to, but um, – I feel like I'm able to come downhill and, and make plays on the run, uh, kind of like I used to. But in the past game, I'm I'm struggling trying to run with receivers and stuff like that. So in third and long situations, you know, I think we're doing a good job of uh, rotating and trying to get guys in that maybe have a better um, a better fit for that scheme and, and for whatever we're trying to play in, in that situation. So um, I think it's good. I'm doing as much as I can, and I'll continue to do that. So. Um, we just see how the rest of the year plays out. Now, you, you're a unique guy. We mentioned you're a six-year senior. You, you mentioned you and your wife making this decision. Uh, you're a husband. Uh, you're a dad. And, and that obviously uh, is an interesting dynamic. Um, and, and kudos to your wife. Obviously, during the season, she has to, to do a lot. But just just take us through, I mean, what what that's like, I mean, to, to be a family guy and you're playing college football. And, and I know you're, you, you've, you've already graduated, so taking master's classes and working on your master's degree you got quite a bit on your plate. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot on my plate. And, um, you know, I feel the stress of that every week. There's there's weeks that are just crazy and it uh, feels like it doesn't stop. And um, there's it's just going 100 miles an hour all the time. But, um, I, yeah, like you said, props to my wife. I mean, she is, she is seriously my rock. She, she supports me 100% with everything that's been going on. Um, and facing adversity, she's always on my side. She's always um, letting me make my decisions. And I, I couldn't be more thankful for her. And, uh, you know, on the day to day, it's, it's crazy. You know, you wake up, uh, you get the baby out of the bed and then you head off to weights and then you come back and work on schoolwork or go to class and then you're right back at football and then you come home and you put them right to bed. So, you know, sometimes I don't get to see, uh, Lincoln all that much or my wife for that matter, but, um, things have been really good and she's been doing a great job at the house and, and trying to keep all that, um, separate from football. And, um, it's been great. Well, you kind of understand, like a professional athlete, what they have to go through, kind of do that life-work balance of, of uh, you know, handling the family life and all the, the things that go with it, but yet doing what you have to do to get ready to play a, a football game on every Saturday. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, you got to compartmentalize your life a little bit. And um, 
let football stay at football and focus on football there. And then when you come home, uh, really focus on your family. And I think that's been a really big thing for me this year is just really trying to learn how to balance those two things because it's easy to let the two uh, melt together. And then that's that's when you start to fall off on both sides. Like I'm being more of a football player than a father and a husband right now, or I'm being more of a father and husband and focusing on family when I need to be um, that guy for my teammates and be a football player. So uh, really compartmentalizing those two things and um, just trying to balance those is the biggest thing for me. And um, I still have work to do, you know, like I don't do the best every single day. We um, all do. Trust uh, me. But I'm, I'm trying and um, <clears throat> it's it's only a few more months, so I uh, gotta gotta hold on to it and make the most of it, you know. Visited with Lake Heimerman, senior linebacker, a guest here today on the Tiger Talk, four day state at Lincoln this Saturday. We'll talk about that game in a little bit. Uh, one thing we didn't know about you, we found out a little bit later. A couple things. Uh, one, talk about your your barber skills. I know <laughs> I know you you indicated last week that you've kind of slacked on that just with your life schedule, which you just talked about has made it challenging. But uh, you've you've been uh, kind of the team barber for a lot of the guys giving haircuts how did that start where'd you learn all that yeah yeah so i started in high school um on my my buddy Corey hebert shout out to him for uh having a, a pretty bad hair day and i just told him i wanted to cut his hair so, so it was by necessity yes, this all started. Yes. and so i cut it, uh his hair and um kind of went from there and just once i got to college i started doing it in the dorms you know um, I was doing it door to door. I was going over to people's houses, cutting their hair, and then it's really just transitioned into a full thing. So I have a barber shop set up in my basement, um, and with a barber chair and everything. So I cut a lot of the guys' hair. I know they're. I'm still behind on some haircuts, and I've got some guys that are needing needing in pretty bad. Well, so I guess if you see the guys without the helmets, it's getting a little woolly. We have to, to blame, and hopefully he'll get a chance to get. That's awesome, though. I mean, do the guys just come over and hang out. And is, you know, is it like your typical barber shop and start telling stories and maybe, yeah. maybe ch- ch- chat about the games? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You know, like I have a lot of them. I try to stack them up as best as I can. So I'll have like three guys come over, and uh, they're all just sitting around, and we get to talk. And uh, while I'm cutting hair, we're, you know, just hanging out in my basement. So. Um, it's pretty awesome, and it's an incredible experience. I know I probably only have the rest of the semester to be cutting hair, and then I step into a full-time job somewhere, so I won't be cutting hair as much. But um, it's been good. It's been good for the past five years, making a little side cash. So That's pretty cool. That's, uh, that's fun. And then we found out at the Tiger Auction uh, in, in August uh, that uh, you're actually a pretty decent uh, artist. You painted a beautiful uh, rendition of... of um, of Don Bickle wearing the tiger hat, dancing to In Heaven There Is No Beer, which I think a lot of folks, when they see Don, that's the image they think of. Uh, just talk about your, your, your artistry and, and, and where that came and, and your painting skills. That was that was really cool, and, and um, it, it went well, and that, that was a really neat touch. But talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so my mom is a, a graphic designer, so I've been around uh, art my entire life. She's always been forcing me to, to paint when I was younger and, and draw and everything, so... Um, that kind of carried through to high school, and then in high school, I had an awesome art teacher uh, named James Caldwell, and he is an incredible painter himself, um, and really kind of taught me um, everything I needed to know about painting, and um, I just kept kept at it all throughout high school, and then when I got into college, I was just kind of doing it as a hobby on the side type thing, and um, then this, this last year, people are like wanting paintings done uh, personally by me, and I was like, well, that's awesome, like... I have this summer where I'm just watching Lincoln at home and cutting hair. And so it's like this perfect amount of time for me to try to get those paintings in. And I know I still have a couple to do, but um, it was awesome this summer. I was just in my garage painting uh, with my son next to me. And um, it was a really fun summer. And I'm really glad I got to do it this summer. And um, yeah, going forward, I hope to keep doing it. I hope to keep it as a hobby. And uh, paint anything anyone wants. So if you need anything, let me know. <laughs> that was really cool. It was a neat, neat, neat rendition there of uh, of Don, and that was, that was really cool. And a neat touch at the Tiger Auction. Um, talk about school a little bit. We mentioned you you already graduated sixth year of the program, taking some grad classes now. What was your degree in? What are you studying now? And and, and what do you hope to do with that? Yeah, so I got my uh, my bachelor's in communication studies with an emphasis in PR and advertising, and I minored in marketing. Um, so now I'm getting my MBA with an emphasis in marketing, just kind of trying to cover all my bases. Um, and so I was supposed to graduate this December, and uh, you know I think I think God had uh, put me on a path this semester to take a little bit of weight off of me when uh, it was going to be crazy stressful. So uh, one of my classes got canceled, and now I have to do that next semester. Um, and I won't graduate until May with my master's, but so does my wife. Um, she graduates in May with hers, too. So we're going to walk together, and um, it'll be really cool. And I'm really glad that that happened because um, it takes a little bit of stress off me on the day-to-day. But, um, yeah, that's I, I plan on doing something in sports marketing, but I'm pretty 
uh, pretty open to anything. I'm not, I'm not really too drawn to anything, and I, I have a lot of interest in hobbies. So, well, that's really cool. That's uh, you know certainly best of luck in, in all those future endeavors. All right, let's talk about Saturday, Jefferson City, um, Lincoln, and you know it sounds weird. You, you guys are zero and two, and and you worry about a, a, you know maybe looking past your opponent. They've obviously struggled. They struggled for a long time. But uh, it's on the road, and, you know, they forced four turnovers against Northwest, scored 20 points against them Saturday. Um, I guess your guys aren't in a position to overlook anybody, but just thoughts going into the Lincoln game on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely not. I, uh, there's no one in this conference that you can overlook. Um, you know, that's, that's what I'm kind of saying is that you got to approach this uh, game by game and day by day, and it's kind of a faceless opponent. Um, and, and we should go out here and prepare just like it's anyone else, just like it's Northwest, just like it's Pitt State just like anyone else you should pre- prepare for in this conference. And uh, if we do that, then we'll get the job done. But um, I think that's a really important thing to focus on is to not overlook these guys because um, they can do some pretty good things, and everyone in this conference can. So um, that's really important going forward is just like faceless opponent, next game, we prepare how we prepare and do our thing and go out and play Tiger football, and, and the job will do itself. All right, sounds good. Lake, we appreciate it. Great job. Good to get to know you a little bit better and certainly wish you the best of luck and hopefully get to keep seeing you out there on the field making those plays and uh, it ends up being a good senior year for you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. You bet. That's Lake Hyberman, senior linebacker, our guest here today on Tiger Talk. It's brought to you in part today by the Taco Shop. You can order by phone, on the app, pick up a delivery or dine in 722 East 8th. The Taco Shop, a haste tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. Again, a reminder, you can sync our radio game broadcast with the MIAA TV network feed. All you have to do is pull down our broadcast on the TuneIn app. Look for Mix 103, KJLS, and then um, whoever is further ahead, either the audio stream or the video stream, pause that one and let the other catch up on the opening kickoff. And you can uh, listen to us while watching the game on the MIAA Network, all with the TuneIn app and the Tiger Sports Network. We're going to take another break. Head Coach Chris Brown will rejoin us. We'll get to some of your questions that you've sent in to us, and we'll do that next. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs, it's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. Big Smoke Barbecue in the old soda shop building at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Rungart Hauer CPAs help clients find solutions to their tax, accounting, and business problems. Our experienced accountants want to help you too. We have offices in Hayes and Garden City. Our remote capabilities allow us to also serve clients that don't live near our office locations. If you have problems and need solutions, please contact us. Rungart Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. Stop looking for a job and start a career with BTI Equipment as an equipment service technician. BTI Equipment is one of the most progressive John Deere dealerships in the country and invests in technology, education, and resources for our employees. With industry-leading wages, uncapped bonus potential, paid training, company-matching 401k plan, and more, there's never been a better time to join the BTI family. Call on BTI. For career opportunities, visit btiequip.com. September savings throughout the store at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Craftsman Pro 28 Plastic Toolbox, $34.99. Blowout savings on Intex shop towels, just $3 per box. Vaveline Heavy Duty Motor Oils, one gallon as low as $19.99. Blue Def Peak Diesel Exhaust Fluid, $15.99. And Seafoam Motor Treatment, $8.49. Check out September savings in the store at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa know-how, Napa know-how. Dawson across the middle, Ramsey's got a 30, 25, down inside the 20. It'll be a first down to the Missouri Western 18-yard line. Dawson across the middle, found Ramsey. Injury. And one of the Tigers at center, Senna Tulitea comes up limping. DJ Sturgis saves the touchdown. They mark him at the 18. That's a 43-yard pass completion for a first down. 
Yeah, another big catch by Manny on Thursday. 123 yards and five receptions for the uh, senior. Hope we'll try to get him on the program here one of these days. Nice to talk with Lake Heimerman, Chris Brown, the head coach of the Tigers, back with us as four-day state gets set to take on Lincoln. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. We want to get to some of your questions that you submitted. Again, all you have to do is go to the FHSU Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Go over to Fans. You'll get a drop-down menu there at the bottom. You will see Ask the Coach, submit it, and if we use it, uh, we will be uh, you'll be in the running for that $25 gift certificate. A couple of interesting ones today. Uh, one of them, Coach, asks, how do you prepare and how do you determine that your team understands the coming week's opponent, their schemes, their game plan against it? Um, some successful high school programs in the state and elsewhere actually give written tests on Wednesdays to determine how well they understand the game plan. Maybe just talk a little bit about that, what you guys do uh, for, for your preparation and all of that and how to make sure your guys are, are getting it all understood, I guess. Well, regular weeks, no Thursdays yeah. and all that good stuff. Um, you know, we play on Saturdays, so we give them Sunday off, our players Sunday off just to kind of, you know, be able to go to church and relax and spend time with their families and, and, and you know, catch up on homework and, and those type of things. And so while they're doing all that, us as coaches on Sunday or they're early in the morning, um, we're watching the game that we just played, um, evaluating our players, what we did wrong, what we got to do better at, why do we call this play, why do we, how come we didn't use this play, just this, this type of things. And then we get right on to our opponent and, and watch film. And, you know, being on the offensive side of the ball right now, you know, our first thing that we do is you just, we just kind of watch every formation that every team throws at throws at us or throws at, you know, at, at the opponents. Like this week against Lincoln, we watched all the two-by-two two formations, the three-by-ones and, you know, two tight ends and one tight end and three receivers and just kind of see how, you know, they line up to those certain situa- those certain formations and things like that and what plays we think are going to work against those. And then we'll go on to first downs and then we'll go on to, you know, second downs and like third and long, third and medium, third and short, what we want to do. And then red zone plays as well. Then inside the 10-yard line and just trying to figure out what we want to get our kids. Now, that doesn't happen all in one day, but, you know, if the first day is usually like our first downs and, you know, things that we think we need to install offensively and and then breaking down their defense. Okay, what's their favorite coverages? What's their favorite blitzes? Um, what they do on first down with their linemen and things like that. So there's a ton that goes into it. And we build this scouting report that's probably, you know, 20 to 25 pages long. You know, if we don't want to get too much information to them, but just enough of, you know, here's our starters, um, the accolades these starters have had, um, their tackles. And then, you know, kind of how they line up, you know, on, on the field as well. And just different breakdowns for our kids and, and in the plays we're trying to install too. So and then defensively, it's kind of the same thing. You know, they go through and look at all the offensive formations and what well, they do in all those formations. And, you know, is it by down and distance and, you know, those things like that. Is it, is it run play action on first down or second down? What they do the most, third down. So a lot of it goes into it. They get a big old scouting report as well with, their pass plays drawn up, their run plays drawn up, um, what they got tendencies by formations and tendencies by down and distance and all those things to our players. So they get those Monday when we come to meetings on Monday because Monday we lift in the morning, team meeting at 2 o'clock, special teams meeting right after that, position meetings right after that to kind of go through the game, give them their scouting reports for the next week, and then going on to the field and actually walking through a few things that we want to install that week. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's – it's practice time and, and hopefully trying to win a ball game on Saturday. And I guess it's that fine line. Obviously, you want to know as much as you can about your opponent and, and cover every base. But at the same time, kind of the old phrase, paralysis by analysis, uh, you don't want to get a, that fine line of too much to where you're thinking and not reacting and playing. I imagine it's that fine balance every week of, of how much is enough and then how much you just you go out there and let you guys go play. Yeah, it is. You know, like every week offenses change tremendously and, so you just try to find the things that they've done the most and maybe something they was new that week or maybe the week before it was a big play or especially trick plays defensively and just trying to get your kids to see those things because if you do too much, they're not going to know anything and they're not going to be playing very fast. And then offensively, kind of the same thing. Okay, what are their top coverages that they like to run, you know, in certain situations? What are their top blitzes, you know, and preparing your linemen and your and your running backs and tight ends if they're in protection to who they got to pick up and things like that. But, 
you know, you don't want to give them too much, but you want to make sure you give them enough, you repair them enough that when something happens, they see it and they're ready for it and they know how to react to it. With a young new quarterback, Jack Dawson, starting Saturday, um, how much of the playbook was in did you did you hold did you hold stuff back were you limited because he was a little less experienced in the in the game situation how how was that scenario going into the game on thursday well we based the same game plan as chances always has i mean because we think he can do those things and he's smart enough to do those things but we were able to add a few more runs probably with the words quarterback run because he know he can't run decently well which you saw his touchdown mm-hmm. he did you know that was actually a pass play they got covered up and he just you know, he ran it into the end zone. So uh, with him, you don't cut much back. I mean, he's smart enough to figure it out. He can make the same throws. And uh, you just got to make sure that early in the game, you know, we try to, early in this game, we tried, okay, let's try to get our run game established. Let's try to get some quick throws, get him comfortable, get him, you know, you know where he's, He's feeling good about himself, and then go let him make the plays. But, you know, I really thought he did a good job. Well, but it'll be fun to watch him develop and uh, and uh, certainly uh, become a, another long line of good four-day state quarterbacks and certainly showed uh, every indication he's got a chance to be after uh, the game on Thursday night. Another question, uh, kind of talking about the new uh, athletic complex, the new locker room facility. Uh, and I'm not sure if you know this or not, but when will construction begin? And they ask about the you know, south end zone or build on to the current training facility. We can tell you it's going to be standalone in the south end zone. But any update on, on that? I know you're worried about coaching a football team right now and, and all that goes along with there. But any update on the uh, the new locker room and sports medicine facility that's going to be built? You know, we've had some great donors so far that have really helped this, this the process of getting this thing done. Um but just with everything right now, this day and age with inflation and all those things, it's taken a project. You know, it's raised the price to about $2 million to get it, and it's the same facility. Um, so, you know, so we're still in the process of that. So if you know guys, you know it has, you know, a couple million dollars and wants to donate and help us get this thing <laughs> got done. got a great cause for you. You know, it, we got a good place to put it, and, and it's something that's really, truly needed. But we're close. You know, Curtis Hamakey and, and the staff are really doing a good job of working on that, the foundation, you know, trying to get some money and funds you know, together to get this done and just reaching out to certain people. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of people don't have millions of dollars to give, but every little bit that you can give helps out. And, uh, you know, but it's it's definitely a need right now. I know I want it, and I'm going to say I want it, but <laughs> the need right now and the arms race in the, in the MIAA with everybody's facilities, I mean, we have to split your freshman and your, you know, your upperclassmen up in locker rooms. That's not a good deal, you know, because you want them to build that camaraderie amongst the staff and kind of see how things work, you know, with the upperclassmen and then just meetings themselves. you got to split your meetings, you know, with, all right, old guys come at this time, young guys, you come at this time. And just as coaches, that kind of wears you wears you down after a while. Instead of having one meeting, you got two meetings. Okay, did I cover this in the first group? Did I cover this in the second? So you got to have, like, a little checklist to make sure that you get everything covered. And then the training room itself is just... So packed full. I don't know how Nate Hepner and his staff does yeah. it with the n- number of kids coming through there every single day just trying to get, you know, STEM and, and rehab and, you know, hot and cold tubs and those things. I, I, I still am amazed at how he's able to get those kids through there in the amount of time that he does. But he's he's worn thin. and uh, But all this together is going to help us out tremendously just with the locker room, the training facility, and just having the meeting space finally upstairs to really, truly meet and have room to meet and, and with the kids all at the same time so they can hear some of the questions that the old guys ask, you know, because sometimes they're so afraid to ask because they're so young that they're going to learn from that as well. Well, hopefully that'll be here soon. Uh, it'll be a neat addition to, to Lewis Field once they get that done. And uh, we certainly appreciate your uh, uh, question. Again, I'm sure I mean, if you if you like to donate, it's a great cause. Uh, contact the Fort A. State Athletic Department or the Fort A. State University Foundation. They'd love to visit with you about that new <clears throat> training facility and, and also the, uh, the uh, sports medicine component of it which will be phenomenal it'll put four-day state on par with anybody and uh, it'll be it'll be a neat uh, neat addition and certainly uh, will affect every student athlete that goes through four-day state with that sports medicine facility we're live at uh, big smoke barbecue just on the corner of eighth and main and hayes we'll tell you the tiger talks presented by adams brown they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns they work hard to become strategic allies adams brown strategic allies and cpas 
we need to take our final break. We'll come back, preview this Saturday, some Saturday football for the Tigers in Jefferson City against the Lincoln Blue Tigers. We'll do that next as Tiger Talk continues. It's on the Tiger Sports Network, and it's built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs, it's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. Big Smoke Barbecue in the old soda shop building at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. If high energy bills are a concern, Midwest Energy's HouseSmart program is a proven way to save money. With HouseSmart, your home or business gets a top-down energy audit from a certified auditor along with suggested improvements. Select an approved contractor to make upgrades, and we pay up to 100% of the costs. Payback is made through savings on your bill. Learn more at MWEnergy.com. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Picking out something to eat for supper does not need to be a family argument. I know, it's breaking news. When you pick the taco shop, everybody gets something they like. Like the specials, the soft taco $1.69, pork burrito $3.99, and the cheese quesadilla $3.49. The taco shop, you don't even have to load everybody up to go eat. Just order on the app. Come on down to the taco shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Come down to the taco shop. You love living and working in western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at HazeMed. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. HazeMed is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, HazeMed is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at HazeMed.com. Handoff Soto blasts up the middle, runs into a Griffin, keeps the feet moving. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Fort A State. Two-yard touchdown run for Adrian Soto. Boy, that was a hard-nosed run as he inches closer to 100 yards tonight. And the Tigers had their first points in the second half. Yeah, finished 99 on the ground. And uh, through the air, Soto 36 on four catches to total touchdowns and he had a, had a good game uh, but another one of those I know you're look, you're looking for more even even though he had a pretty good performance on Thursday night yeah we always are you know <laughs> every kid no matter how good the game is we're just always going to tell hey it's a good game but there's always things that you could have done better and and things that could have helped your team out a little bit more and maybe just breaking the tackle here and there or catching the ball out of the belt backfield or even blocking you know so there's always things we we try to improve those kids on we try to keep them you know, grounded as much as we possibly can, and uh, you know, and I, but and I'm ready for this week. I think our kids are kind of ready to to get back on track and do things the right way, and not that they haven't, right. but just kind of amp up, you know, how we practice the last four or five weeks and make it even better for us. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. And the Hayes Orthopedic Institute is the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. The Lincoln Blue Tigers in Jefferson City, Saturday night, 6 o'clock kick. will be on the air at 5 with the Auto World pregame show. And kind of talked about it with Lake a little bit. Dangerous game. And it's actually you're, you're 0-2. Um, you really can't be afforded to, to look past anybody, yet Lincoln has struggled mightily but um, showed some signs of improvement. Four takeaways against Northwest Missouri State. Scored 20 points against the Bearcats. Um, certainly a young team. They've got a lot of newbies with a new head coach trying to, to build that program, and uh, it, it's an interesting place to play in Jefferson City, no doubt. It really is, and, and they really have improved tremendously. I mean, you need to just look at their front lines, you know, compared to – previous years they've gotten bigger they're stronger um, oh but one guy's and, over 300 yeah and they, and they move really really well and uh you know their d-line moves really well and do a good job with their hands and getting hands off of them getting pressure on the quarterbacks and their secondary does a good job you know they play some man coverage and you know play a little bit of zone two and then might be zone one side man the other but they do bring a little bit of pressure with their linebackers but they're a good football team you can tell they're starting to put things together and they're getting better week in and week out. I mean, it's only, I know it's only two weeks, but just the improvement from week one to week two is 
has been huge. And then offensively, I mean, they played with three quarterbacks I've seen now. Yeah. You know, and they all do a pretty good job, and they all have their own little, you know, things that they do differently. But, you know, number two started against, you know, Washburn, and then 10 came in against, you know, Northwest. And, you know, 13 even played against Northwest as well. So, uh, you know, 10's a big kid. He's 6'4", 220-something pounds, and, you know, he can throw it around quite pretty well, and, and he, he can run pretty well. And so does so does number two. I mean, they all do well, and they have pretty decent running backs too that, that run hard, and they're receivers. And they got a couple big ones against Northwest, you know, when you watch them on film, and a couple against uh, against Washburn. So, you know, we're going to have our hands full. Um, they're a team that wants to win. They're a team that's improving. Um, you can tell they have some confidence right now, even though they've lost two games. There is that confidence in there right now, and, you know, they keep getting better. They, they're going to win some games this year. Well, this will be a one. Hopefully you guys can uh, get healthy both literally and figuratively and get into that win column and then try to build off of that. Coach, as always, we appreciate your time. Have a great week of practice, and good luck against those Blue Tigers on Saturday. Yes, sir, George. Thank you. That is head coach Chris Brown, and that's going to wrap it up for Tiger Talk today. We certainly appreciate you joining us. It's brought to you in part by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and of course our great host uh, once again here at Big Smoke Barbecue at the corner of 8th and Maine and Hayes, BigSmokeHayes.com. Big Smoke Barbecue open 11 to 8, Monday through Saturday at the Old Soda Shop. So come on out and enjoy a great barbecue meal at Big Smoke Barbecue. We're back at you for Tiger Talk next Monday at noon. Tigers and the Blue Tigers, 5 o'clock on a world pregame this Saturday on Tiger Radio Mix 103. It's going to wrap it up. So long, everyone.